Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Hello, everybody. It is, um, by the time you're hearing this, I think it's the first day of December. No. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. We have a whole nother week of... No, by the oh. time people hear it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's okay. Um, well, it will actually be the last day of November when this comes out, uh, November 30th. But for most people listening, then it will probably be December already. And that's just fucking crazy. That yeah. is what I've just been that- talking about like all week. Like, um, yeah. Why? How did this happen? How are we here? It's almost the end of the year. Yeah. It's insane. One month left of the year and that kind of brings me to a subject we won't get on or stay on long um because i think we already know how we feel about them but like new year's resolutions so <laughs> not, and not creating any but it just made me think like wow i've been seeing a lot of posts lately of like oh the last 60 or 90 days of the year like you can still reach your goals or you can do this, that, or the other for 2023. Like, how do you want to end the year? And yeah, now all of a sudden we're at one month left of the year. And I'm like, yeah, if you did set some new year's resolutions for 2023, I would be very curious of like how many you hit or how much you have left to hit. Um, And if you're, if, if it can be done in the last month, but I don't set them really. I don't set specific ones like in 2020, whatever, I want to do this, that, and the other. It's, they're very more broad. Like, I just want to get better at this or that or something. But um, yeah, can't believe it. One month left. I just want to finish the year out strong and in the like routine that I'm in right now that has yes. been pretty good. But I do worry it, it is hard for me to stick to things because I just burn out easy so I'm just like okay as fast as time goes and the days suddenly just happen and like oh didn't get a workout in or didn't do that and then it snowballs into like oh I didn't do anything all week so I've been doing good staying on track and I just hope that I can maintain that and continue to maintain it into 2024 and not hit this wall that I always hit where I'm just completely off the rails and nothing in life is like normal 2024 and it shook me (laughs) yeah isn't it crazy it's wild it's really one of our uh meetings at that trade show the one of the guys we were meeting with he said like 15 16 and we were all like what you're like 10 years behind he's like oh yeah like i mean like 25 26 you know because we're talking about the future and it's like yeah that is so crazy to think about I mean I was so weird just writing I was in middle school in the 2000s when 2000 hit but it still was weird writing like zero zero and zero one instead of like 99 or 98 when you're dating all your homework and yeah now that we're in the 20s (laughs) what the hell so nuts but but anyway before we hop on to the upcoming holidays how was your Thanksgiving is good. It was a really lovely. Had a chill morning and then went over to a girlfriend's house and helped her with some things and then did dinner there and then went and picked up the fam and then went over to um Murray's mom's house and then we had another things. I had another Thanksgiving dinner there and it was really lovely and we like sang and danced and um yeah it was it was really lovely to get together for a holiday amidst a separation so it was it was really really great yeah yeah I I don't think you've said that yeah no I haven't on the podcast so no I haven't said that on air yeah wait a second um yeah so you're (laughs) saying it out loud to the world yeah. Um, so yeah, if it, obviously people who are not 
like in our close circles don't know because you've been going through the things and feeling it out and so tell well as much as you want if you even want to give just a little like you know overview however much you want to let the people know because you know we share a lot on this podcast and I'm I think we do I think we get vulnerable at least for maybe what we're really used to but there's still things that we have to hold on to and keep close to ourselves because yes, this We're is still out into feeling... the world. Yeah. And yeah. Like we didn't know some of our good friends listen to it and they already know what's going on, but we also have no fucking clue who listens to it. And, yeah. you know, we just, not everything has to be just out there completely to the world to be as honest as we can about things. And we're honest about our feelings. Like, Hey, you know, we're in the shit right now. Stuff's going on, but it doesn't always come out right away. So we've definitely mentioned of, you know, being in, in the muck and you've got a lot going on. And part of that is what you just said. Yes. So yeah. yeah. How's yeah. that? What's going on? Like I said, share. So yeah. Uh, so back in spring, I approached my partner, Murray at the time, my, the father of my son, And I was like, I can't do what we're doing anymore. And I'm moving out. And it took me a long time to accept it. I sat with uh, the, the separation for probably like two years. And one mistake that I made that I learned from this separation is that when I was feeling the separation two years ago, I didn't talk to my partner about it. I wasn't talking to Murray about it. I was going on this journey on my own. I was going through therapy. Like I was doing what I thought I needed to do um, and just kept him in the dark of how I was feeling. So if you are doing that in a relationship right now, don't because that's where the true division begins is when someone starts feeling something and doesn't communicate it with their partner, especially if it's a feeling within the relationship. And yeah, so I started doing that and having those feelings two years ago. And then probably a year into having those feelings, my girlfriend was like, well, have you talked to Murray about it? And I was like, holy crap. No, I haven't. So then I started being more vocal about it. Um, But it probably came from a place that wasn't really kind because I had been feeling away for so long. Um, And so, yeah, we just didn't handle it well. And then it just kind of got to me like it being um, Murray is an incredible human being. He has a beautiful, beautiful brain that is just highly functioning. And he's also an environmentalist like me. So he cares about like all the stuff and things in the world. So he just collects stuff and the stuff got to be too much. And I just had been like fighting this like constant battle of cleaning and organizing all this stuff that he would collect and bring home. And I was just in this battle on my own, like trying to make cozy, clean spaces for my family. And he would just continually bring things in and just like, it just got too much. And I just felt like I'm like smothering in all of his stuff and his things. Um, Ooh, yeah. And so it just got to be too much. And I, when I was going through the grief recovery thing, that's when it really hit me. I think in the middle of that, I was like, all right, I can't do it. I'm done. I'm moving out. And so I vocalized that. It took me two months to figure out what to do, where to go. So um, I ended up moving into a girlfriend's house for summer. And then um, I got my own place in October. And that has been really lovely. Um, And it's just kind of been like this progressive, like, okay, I'm staying at a friend's house, just kind of like feeling it out because it's not just me going through this separation. It's a familial unit. Like it's me, it's our son, it's Murray, and it's also my nephew because my nephew is living at Murray's house as well. So it's just this multitude of moving parts um, and also trying to like feel out what I'm feeling because I never, ever wanted this ever. And Murray keeps on saying that. He keeps on being like, well, this is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. And I'm like, no, bro, this is 
far from what I wanted. I want a familial unit. I want our son to have a two-parent household. I want to not be timesing my bills by two in a crazy economy. Like, this isn't what I wanted. It's not what I wanted. And so, yeah, it's just like trying to like meet the, what you have in your head as far as what you need in your life to be a happy, healthy, functioning, whole human being. And then what you fell in love with. <laughs> no, I don't, honey. Sorry. Uh, kiddo came in. He's trying to make a fort. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so just trying to navigate that. And I feel like I'm because there was a ton of shame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, on on Murray's side and on my side, like we are we felt shameful that like things crumbled. We felt shameful that we couldn't make it work. And just because we're living apart doesn't mean that we can't make it work in the future. And mm -hmm. we are doing I have to say we are doing a really, really, really good job. I'm very proud of like, how we are navigating this. Um, we have been talking to people outside of each other as far as like intimate relationships. And um, it took him a long time to come to wanting to talk to someone because he still wants us to be together. And mm -hmm. like, as do I, but like realistically, I can't <laughs> move back into that house and and a part of that is finding other people outside of our people. So, yeah, we are doing that and it sucks so bad, but I'm proud of myself for taking the steps to um, get a life, get myself to a life that I can be proud of. Because I remember being back at his house and just being so embarrassed by all the stuff and things and amongst all the stuff and things like Marie does a phenomenal job of like repurposing and reusing and like creating art and mm -hmm. like fixing a vehicle that would cost thousands of dollars to repair with like some junk that he found in his junk stash and like it's all amazing and incredible and I can see it as amazing and incredible but to the exterior outside world it looks like a freaking junkyard and so, so do you think like obviously there's tons of other things that go into your feelings but with that aspect like just being able to have space where you can separate that like hey here's your garage or shop or whatever where you can keep all of this shit and yes. but our house our living area and the like you know outside the front door whatever you know this exterior is is kept in this way that I yes. want it and like that would like that would help things yes. just being able to have that separation instead of it being like all sort of mixed in one and with that again you know getting just kind of deeper into it and so you don't have to answer of course but um do you feel like it was hard for you to say that you wanted that space and separation with things because it's like his house. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like when you're living in a home and you're living separately, that's not that's not fun. You know what I mean? That's not mm -hmm. if it if it's healthy and it works, then yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like every household is entirely different. But like we were we were sleeping in separate rooms. Right. We were living on separate floors. Luckily, we lived in a house big enough where he lived in the basement, which was like a separate apartment. And it was his own space to do whatever he wants. And I had the main floor. Mm -hmm. But then we got a roommate who lived on the third floor. So I was like in the middle of like this dude parade when mm -hmm. I'm trying to like hold down a wholesome household for my son and it was just like I, I just fucking couldn't do it anymore <laughs> so yeah absolutely well I bounced and I mean like that separation is like you said could it could work for some people but for you wasn't healthy because it wasn't helping your relationship grow it's just causing yeah. more separation and if it's exactly. one thing where it's like yeah here's your garage and your workspace and that's where you can keep all of this stuff and like out of our living area but you're still in the living area and sharing that living area and sharing yes. a space together um but also 
when you mentioned that you were having these feelings for a long time and you gave the advice to people like don't hold it back because it just caused a further divide Do yeah you think that's because you were just sitting in these feelings and letting yourself grow further away from him and he had no idea so he wasn't he wasn't in on it right so he wasn't yes he didn't need he didn't know that anything maybe needed to change and he's just yes living his best life without a clue um and that just probably caused some more resentment on your end of like okay things are just continuing to snowball into the way that I the direction I don't want them to go because I'm not telling him thus like we're not working on this together of how we can change things. Yes, a thousand percent. And then once it came time, once I had that like epiphany moment when my girlfriend was like, did you tell mm-hmm. him this? I had already been on this trajectory and like doing all this personal growth stuff. But like we weren't doing it together as right. a, as as a unit. Mm-hmm. So and you're already like when the the division, like the major division was like already starting right you had already started to kind of heal some of these things or move you know move on from them in one way like just without him kind of like moving this way and now you're like I can't take a step back I've already started to move forward yes um yeah that's as opposed uh, to like going to therapy together mm -hmm. and working on these things together and then once I did come to that point I was like, well, I'm doing all this work. I'm doing all of this. You need to catch up. And Mm -hmm. that's not fair. That's not fair to your partner to be like, well, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. You should do this. Everyone goes and grows at their own progression. You know, like Mm -hmm. you just got to like if you're in a relationship, you got to try your best to stay in a relationship and grow together. And sometimes that just doesn't happen. Like sometimes the people that you've had children with you don't grow the same way. And like a big part of my thing was like my expectations for our household, like as far as like cleanliness and that's aesthetics, like no one else in that house was on my fucking page. And so I was like, all right, deuces, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out and I'm going to try and like be on my own aesthetic. I don't know, which it's such a terrible mentality to have when you are in a relationship in a familial unit like you got to communicate with the crew and be on the same page as much as possible yeah and I think it can be hard though I mean you have you grew up fast you had to grow up fast you had to take care of yourself from a young age and like you had sisters that depended on you older sisters and younger sisters and then moving on to you know Jordan your nephew at a young age you were a caretaker from a very young age that I can see at this point in your life when you're not getting what you need you're like you know what I'm just done okay I've already done all this by myself like this is hard and I'm gonna keep doing it by myself it's easier that way yes to, to do that um it's yeah it's hard to depend on people when you haven't really had that mm-hmm. rock or someone to depend on or it just gets frustrating having to fucking ask yes I know for damn sure <laughs> that's where I find a lot of my frustrations is the fact that I have to ask some of these things yes. like why do I have to ask you to like do this or that for me or you know like ask like can you take care of dinner tonight can you do the dishes tonight like no it should just be things that are are done like yep and in a perfect world, yes. Yeah, exactly. Because, but also, with, when it comes to those kind of you know smaller things, it's just we think of things differently. Again, you like have a different way of doing things than your partner. Maybe like you're yes. a little more cleanly than your partner, or like you're like, oh, I was gonna do it, you know, just the next time I got up or something. It's like, yeah, well, I want to do it now because it's all I'm thinking about. So I'm just gonna yes. do it. Um, yeah and your focuses and your to-do lists are totally different from your partners like what is on your trajectory today is entirely different from what's on your partners for exactly and I've come to to trying to learn to like give things a chance before having to ask because I'm like well I feel like sometimes maybe I have to ask because I'm like I want it done now and and then I'm yeah I'm not giving the chance for it to have been done without me asking yeah and like sometimes yeah you wait around for days and you're like okay it still hasn't been done I'm just gonna do it but um but again it's like communication right so when you can express to your partner that 
hey, it's, you know, just these little things like really help me out and make me feel good and that we're a unit and not just a like yes. one-sided here or there. But as a society, I think our communication is just not that great. And I think that it comes down to the fact of what we were taught and it's still fed down yes. people's throats a lot, but it is changing a little bit. And the fact that like, this is the woman's job and this is the man's job. And it's, it's just like, no, we're, we're one and we should be able to talk about all these things and not mm-hmm. expect the other person to do it because of their gender or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. But, and thank God that gap is changing yeah. and closing. Like it's unfortunate that it's like taken this many years and this many generations, but I really feel like some real changes are fucking happening right now. And it's yeah. really incredible. And, it, and, to revert back to like my relationship mm-hmm. with Marie, I can't say enough great things about that man. Mm-hmm. He has shown me so much about this world and makes me feel so safe. And I still love him to high heaven mm-hmm. to this day. I wouldn't have had a child with him had I not seen him as such an incredible human being. And I just want the world to know yeah. that he's a phenomenal person. And where we're at in this life is not because of like him being a bad person Mm -hmm. me being a bad person like we're all human we make mistakes it's just for what I want and need in my life right now I can't do it with him in in, and sharing the same household with him and that's fine and like Mm -hmm. we're trying to find a new normal and doing it to the best of like Quincy's comfortability Murray's comfortability and mine and Jordan's and everybody but like at the end of the day, I just can't be live in the same household as him. And I think that everything you said was amazing in pointing out that relationships don't have to end or don't only end because you resent and hate this person and just yes. can't be around them at all. Cheating. Yeah, yeah, or exactly. because Infidelities of infidelities like, or anything. It's just like yeah. you're not getting what you need and you recognized that. And you also just know that compatibility in relationships and living together is a real thing and you got Mm -hmm. to the point that you're not compatible and in those ways that make a healthy family Mm -hmm. and right now the healthiest your family can be is by you guys being apart and you getting what you need him getting what he needs yeah and if you can figure out a way to that that works out in the future amazing but you both need to focus on your own needs and sometimes that just happens that you you need to figure out what you need for yourself and not necessarily Mm -hmm. like what the other person can give you um yes because some things we cannot get from other people and that's what we have to figure out and many of us get in relationships um or we're in you know some people are like serial relationship people they go from one relationship to another right they never had the chance to figure out what they need to give themselves versus what they need from other people and that's hard to figure out when you're in a relationship Um, and sometimes you can't and you always have to to leave a relationship to figure out what you need but you do have to do a deep dive into figuring that like can yeah is this me what's the root of the problem what's the root of the problem and how can I fix it you know Mm -hmm. And that's where I've looked into myself a lot, too, and things of said I'm not saying or trying to make it sound like I'm now trying to put all the blame on myself, like, oh, I need to give more time for this to happen. But I know I do. Like, I need to not react so quickly. And I've talked about that many a times. I've talked about that with my boss when we have discussions on, like, the, just different views of a design or something that... I don't have to be so defensive and so reactive and like this has to happen right now on certain things. I need to like fucking take a second and Mm -hmm. and let people have a chance. Yes. And I will say I feel like I have for surely seen a change within you surrounding that. And I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you for that. (laughs) Because there's so many things in life that it's just like, it takes time for you to learn how to react differently or to like, grow patience or Mm -hmm. to grow stronger mentally. Like, there's just things in life that you can't teach. Like you Mm -hmm. have to learn these things on your own. Yeah. And it's fucking hard. It is. And and also, the things that you're 
unlearning mm-hmm. are beautiful and great things within you. Like your tenacity and your drive is fucking killer, dude. And like you shouldn't like these things that you think are negative within yourself. You shouldn't see them as being like something terribly, awfully wrong with you. It is a power within you that mm-hmm. just needs to be harnessed in a different way. Right. You know? Yes. I love that so much. And what you said too is unlearning. I think that's a key thing and why this stuff takes so much time is because you're not just learning something yourself, like by going through it, but you are at the same time unlearning things. Yes. So it's not just like, Oh, here's something brand new. You're trying to like, wait, undo this web while walking another line it's there's just a lot lot going on and everything is always easier said than done right and how many times are you told like do this do that whatever but like you said every situation is so different every person is so different we change throughout our life change every day and how we Mm -hmm. perceive things so this is why it's okay for people who've been together a long time to get to the point that like things aren't working out and Yes. I think that people should definitely, you have to try in a relationship to make it work Yes, because it's not easy. Fights are normal. Mm-hmm. Disagreements are normal, but you also have to be able to see when, like, when you've put the effort in and it's just not gonna work because maybe things have changed. Maybe you want yeah. different things out of life. You're seeing different things. And I think that's perfectly okay. I don't think mm-hmm. you have to be miserable. Like try, try, try to make things work, yes. especially as a family. But you also have to wear, have the wherewithal to understand when it's like going to be better to throw in the towel and you all can be happier from it. And then you don't mm-hmm. have these like terrible separations or divorces of like of resentments or infidelities. And, you know, that can happen on a whim or it can be someone who's checked out and they're like, well, I'm too afraid to leave my partner, so I'm not yeah. gonna, but I'm gonna go over here, whatever. Because everyone, everyone is different, and, and everybody's situation is be, different. And as, uh, you know, money comes down to it a lot, too, yes. right? Like, I was so, like, how say that. often did you feel stuck because you're like, okay, cool. Well, <laughs> we live in this house right now that like we have, and I have Murray and Quincy and and people here for me to to leave and go off on my own that's taking a huge like financial responsibility on that Giant. I might not be ready for especially like you mentioned in this economy like yep. okay that's I've just doubled my bills finances are so fucking stressful and it holds a they lot are. of people captive in a lot yep. of situations in life it holds them in shitty jobs in shitty yep. relationships or even just in really, it doesn't have to be shitty. Like yours and Murray's wasn't shitty, but it was holding you in a place that you felt like I can't, comfortable. Yeah, I can't really yeah. move on in the way that I might want to because I really can't afford it. It's, I mean, I'm still held captive by finances in many ways. I'm like too, I got a week till I get paid again. And, you know, I got to watch yeah. every dime. Like I have to drive to Auburn on Tuesday, so I can't do anything else. Cause I got to make sure I have enough gas money to get there and back. Yes. Like, dude. I don't <laughs> want to have real to, life like, shit. Think about that and basically try and hole up in my house and not spend a fucking dime because I have to make sure I can afford gas to go, you know, drive an hour and a half down and back in a day and that's gonna put me over the edge like I'm 35 years old like like, I don't want to have to think that way and when my peers that I'm around I'm like sure bet that this guy you know next to me isn't worrying about what car to like pay for this beer for right now yeah we're the same age or younger and it's just insane like how am I still living like I'm 25 financially um because finances fucking suck and yeah, they do. You just and like, things are just getting you. more and more expensive. Yep. And and as you get older, you get yourself into more. You just add more to your plate. Mm-hmm. And there's especially so many in the people... way that we've when you don't learn about finances in a good way, because also the yes. time that we grew up, it just and I think where we grew up too. I think that has a lot to do with it. We obviously have a lot more privilege than some but it's not like we grew Mm -hmm. up in a fancy rich neighborhood or something where it wasn't ever a problem like 
I learned how you pay for things is on credit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. This is how you get things. This is how we, this is what everyone's still learning. How do you get a house? Who the fuck buys a house with money they actually have? <laughs> yeah. For real Nobody, cash money. You know? like, Drug dealers, yeah, baby. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. But anyways, yeah, there's just so many aspects. And I think I'm, I'm proud of you for finally taking that step that you felt you needed to take, even though it was very, very scary and it added oh. a lot more to your plate. Um, yeah. As if you already just didn't have enough trying to figure out life, even when you yeah. were with Murray of trying to go back to school and, and start a new career, you know, get back into a career, what have you. And so now you're out there like, yeah, you still have Murray as a co-parent, but you also are doing much of it on your own so yes yeah and I will say another like another big thing about the shame was like I mean your parents are still together like so many people's parents are still together but there's also so many parents who aren't and were not when we were growing up going through middle school high school Mm -hmm. whatever and there's just I just held that so high and I wanted that so badly for my family that like once it did came down come down for me to be like I can't I was like but I we won't Mm -hmm. we're not going to be those people who were together forever but you know what who knows Mm -hmm. maybe down the road Murray and I are going to be like best fucking friends Mm -hmm. and which I really hope for I fucking love that dude like yeah but I just there's I just can't be all of it for him. So Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's fine. And I think also what you have to remember when you do look at those people who've been together forever is you see that surface as like they've been together forever and you do not know what is going yes. on underneath and how unhappy people might be or Truly. how complacent they might yes. be and how much better off they could be if they weren't together. But they maybe are holding on to these ideals or other reasons that keep them together um yeah because marriage finances my parents and jason's parents joe's parents are together still but um you know everyone has their own issues and i know for damn sure mine just the fact of that's kind of all they know like yes from 19 years old my mom like with my brother and they've had so many struggles along the way and are at that point in life now too where I feel like it's just like this it's the easy thing and they love each other because of so much they've been through but goodness it wasn't an easy road that's for sure and it still probably isn't but yeah no like it's just yeah I it's funny how you look at them that way and I've had the thought of like I yeah that's I want to be together and for me I have never looked at marriage like this is the person I'm going to be with always and forever. Nothing ever, 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 ever is going to happen. I know you haven't do anything. I I'm like, I love Andrew to death and I don't see my life with any other person or anything, but I just feel like I'm aware that shit can happen. Do I ever want it to change? No, I don't, but I'm not going to play this game of pretend nothing else can ever ever happen and uh, nothing will ever come between us I don't know and people might think that's like a negative way to look at things but I think it's a more realist and like I said I love them I don't want anything else but I also don't want to cling on to something when I'm not happy yes and I don't want to be like people who maybe have hung on for so long even not being happy yep and so you yeah. and, and I, I think, think that you that's... did the stronger move of you realize like you're not happy and things need to change and so you did and you left the relationship uh, because so yeah. many more people don't they just stay together because it's easy and it's comfortable um yes. so you just gotta just gotta do what's right for you and you really do we're doing that so and, and what's right for me isn't right for you. So yep. just because I'm over here being like, I'm separated, it, this has been the hardest year of my life. And yeah. I have felt like I've been having this like crazy out-of-body experience more often than not since well, going through it. But I'm also like in the middle of it and like partially on the other side. So like, 
if you are in an unhealthy relationship, unhappy relationship, do what you got to do, but like be methodical about it. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, I, I've thought about this more than I've like acted upon it. And I think mm-hmm. that that is also a big part of it as well. It's like, you've got to really sit with yourself and be like, how is this going to look? Yeah. And I understand yeah, totally. that like, if you meet someone and, and you're like head over hills and like, you want to run into the sunset with this person, fine. So be it. But like, think of your other person. Mm-hmm, Cause mm-hmm. like, just because you've met this one person in your head over hills, you still have someone else in your life that is like, I don't know, there and has been there. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it, totally. You just don't know, especially if, if life feels stagnant, right? And doing something totally yes. different is like, oh my God, that's so appealing. I mean, who hasn't thought about just like changing? Running in. Like, yeah. One day, just taking a 180, like I'm going to drive away and do this and this, this. Yeah. But like for the weekend, do it for the weekend. And I'm not saying yeah, with another person. Exactly. <laughs> like, yes. Not, not, not condoning that or anything, but like, yeah if you know sometimes I feel like god I just I do miss the days of being in my 20s and taking my dog loading up the truck and going somewhere for the weekend yeah and I feel like I can't do that right now because I have responsibilities but like I can I can and Andrew would support that I'm like hey I want to go to the beach for the weekend whether he comes or not you know and I want to go like I can still do those things and I need to know that I can and nothing is holding me back from that like being in a relationship isn't so sometimes you have to think about those things right like okay is it this that I need in my life do I just need more time to myself and how do I do that yeah do you have kids you need to talk to your partner and tell them this is what you need and figure it out like hey you're on kid duty or something like I need to go away for the weekend like I need some time but so just be methodical about it especially when it comes to big 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 decisions because if you're not yes. giving the person like a chance to see what you're feeling and thinking m- maybe they're feeling the same way or totally. maybe they're not and they're blindsided but telling them would really make them realize oh wow I had no idea and like and things can change and you can work from there and obviously it sounds a lot more like rainbows and roses than it will go down but it's probably going to be a heck of a lot better than you know, going at it alone by going, yourself exactly, in your own head for so long, right? You got to take some time alone to figure it out and think, totally. how could this look? But gosh, it's just, it's hard once you start to build a life with someone else. You know, Andrew and I have been together so for seven years or something. Like, it's <laughs> a long time. And that is a long time. Like, we're not married, we're not engaged. And that's just, you know, our feelings of upon marriage maybe different than than others or we haven't gotten to a point that we feel like we need to to do it I'm not opposed to it that's for sure but it's not one of those things that sits over me that we have to get married to mean that our relationship means something and that we're building a life together I don't need that to to keep going um and I don't feel like if that did happen that that would stop anything from ever changing so yeah like I said, people have many different views on marriage and that can do with religion and beliefs and things like that. So to each their fucking own. I really yep. don't care what you mm-hmm. decide. I just want people to like be happy and be able to just make the choices that they need to make instead of sit in misery because yes, of society or, or or also because of their kids. But I also understand that you people can really be stuck. Uh-huh. And when they are stuck in those relationships they don't want to be in, I just, man, wish that I that I could help them figure it out or that they could figure yes. it out. Like, how do we do this? But it <laughs> for surely is a journey that people yep. have to walk on their own. It's, Absolutely. It's, there's been many a times this year where I was just like, okay, I just gotta, just gotta, you know, fucking grit down and do mm-hmm. it baby <laughs> well you're doing it and I'm really happy to hear that you and Murray are in a good place and able yeah. to co-parent and see each other and maintain a really an open communication relationship while going yeah, through this we... and figuring it out so yeah it definitely wasn't pretty there for a hot minute so I think yeah. that that's probably why I feel comfortable to be able to talk about this now is because we're 
We're finally in a good, in a good place. Yeah. And, you know, uh, throughout the journey, you're probably going to hit those bumps again and hit times that are, but also you'd hit those when you were together, like anyone does peaks and valleys in a relationship, like no matter what you're not, maybe you're in a romantic relationship right now, but you're forever going to be in some kind of relationship with him because he's the father of your son. So yes. And such a good one. He's such a good dad. He is. He is. He is. And you're so, that's just so great that you have that and someone who yeah cares about his kid enough to keep this relationship amicable and be a supporter of you through this yes 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 wow that went on a it did (laughs) definitely far from our bullet points that we had for our outline for today but that's what happens and I also I think it's so great and so great for people to hear because how many people said you know are going through something like that so to hear that you know someone else in a similar situation took the leap or to maybe give them like that advice that you gave at the very beginning of like you held it to yourself for so long maybe we'll give someone the that little push they need of like oh okay yes before we get to this point I need to talk to them I hope so dude yeah that that was like looking back now it truly was my greatest mistake and I won't do that again with another partner or even moving on from now with Marie I'm sure you're a lot more open about things Uh off the bat instead of holding them in as you go through it and figure figure stuff out so I uh, I totally forgot that you know you hadn't talked about it on air until all this (laughs) that word just hit me at Thanksgiving separated I'm like oh shit yeah this is is it (laughs) that was it that was the announcement to the world as you mentioned that happened in spring and it's November almost December cannot believe how much time has gone by and how much you've gone through so again reminder to people that you just never know what's really going on so be kind right and that's a big reminder to myself I am not the always most like happy welcoming like non-judgmental person so that's a big reminder to me of like chill don't react be nice there's a lot deeper things going on with many people these days you never know what their struggles are yep every day yeah just never know what's going down so just don't be an asshole yeah but yeah yeah oh so that's how (laughs) thanksgiving was was. (laughs) (laughs) it was good uh real chill (laughs) we were at andrew's parents uh some family came over some family friends and had a really good smoked turkey it was a, I got some a lot of stuff done the morning before and yeah it just felt felt good and then it, it's been a pretty relaxful weekend which has been nice because I've been just on the grind for fuck the whole month and this week coming up is gonna be super super busy yes. I'm like not home like any night um Except for, well, like Thursday, I have a meeting, but I mean, like, um, so I'll be home, not super late, but I've got three, like, later night events going on this week and, you know, trying to get into fit in wrestling practice upon work and all the things. It's this week's just gonna be fucking nuts, but hopefully yeah. the week after that calms down just a touch, just a touch, but pretty much like I've mentioned to December is going to be a whirlwind. And that's where I think why time keeps getting to me is that most of my December's planned. So I just yep. feel like it's already over. <laughs> like, oh my God, it just started. And I, I already know like what I'm doing every fucking day, it feels like. So yes. um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. And I just hope it snows. It hasn't really done anything. It got it's cold. It's been cold the last few days. Um, but but no movement there. On one hand, yeah. I'm like a little okay with it because I am so busy. But mm-hmm. it's going to take a little while. You know, we we need to get a base. So I'm like, you can start snowing. So by the time that it, it's good to go out and ride, I have some, you know, a leveled out schedule or something. Yes. But yeah. nothing's in the forecast. And I'm I'm ready for it to just start, start going and hunker down, even though I don't. As I mentioned, I've been on a pretty good routine um, with like working out and movement and stuff. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I can still do a lot of things outside. 
I've uh-huh. been getting some of my workouts done inside the trailer, which is awesome that I can get them done. But there's a lot of ways I want to train that are not conducive to working out in a trailer. And I was going to try and get a gym membership um, while they were having their Black Friday sale. But Black Friday was a little too early. It's before payday. So I'm like, well, fuck, miss that boat. Won't be able to. <laughs> won't be able to buy that gym membership and with December being kind of busy I'm like maybe I can make it through December and reevaluate finances in January to make it make it happen that I have a place to go because I just need that space too like when I as far as like my workout time is like my alone time so it's nice to be able to do it inside but often the dogs are here Andrew's here and I just got to be able to get into my own head and out of my own head at the same time while working out so having you know going outside is great the dogs can they get in my way but they I can shoo them away but man when I went to the gym I bought just a day pass last weekend and I was like oh this is nice (laughs) like this feels good to just have everything at my fingertips so much space and um and yeah I missed it but just have to try to keep fitness on my priority list Mm -hmm. even if I can't do it at a gym and talked about how hard it is right to keep your self man um not yourself help yourself care priority um especially in fitness for a lot of people is the first thing to go when finances are in the shitter because you can't afford that gym membership or that yoga pass or whatever it is so like I'm gonna stop paying for that and maybe do a couple things at home but it it just gets hard because like a lot of people it's a sanctuary for them they need that space to get out of the house and be able to get their workout in so how do you do that through the winter um but yeah I just have to really try it's gonna be hard in December to keep this up and to keep doing it in a tiny tiny space but I know overall it will be better for me mentally and if it can can save a few bucks because even if I had the money to actually buy the pass, it's not like it's extra money. So it would be, I'd still be very, very tight. I'd buy the pass, but then be like, cool. Now, like, you know, I want to still be able to have that 350 bucks in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah, it just, it gets really hard to to justify but it is four months yes. long so I'm like okay if I do it just you know one-time payment for four months like I could figure it out but I didn't plan well enough in advance and think about my crazy schedule this week and the, my paycheck schedule so and that's what It'll sucks to too about being um a couple of my other jobs that depend on other people to pay someone first before I get paid So I didn't get paid this month because some people aren't paying their bills. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Um, Because, yeah, now I can't buy that. But that's what I was depending on. Like, oh, I'll get a paycheck from from this person. Like, nope. Cool. So, you know, pay your bills. (laughs) Yes, please. And try your best to manage your accounts. Payable accounts receivables. Again, message for myself as well. But. But yeah, so it just makes me think about so many things in in life and like, how the fuck do I get to the point where I don't have to, you know, budgeting is one thing and knowing where you're spending your money. But if you have to account for every dollar, that's not fun. Yeah. (laughs) And that's not the place I want to (laughs) be. A good resolution for this year would be like being on top of your finances, Mm -hmm. which huge, huge, huge undertaking, but take it one day at a time, take it Mm -hmm. one paycheck at a time, take it one month at a time. Like, and that's, yeah, that's where I'm trying to look at it as like, okay, just because I can't afford a gym pass doesn't mean my fitness just goes away. Right. So if I can stay in the mindset of getting my tiny trailer at home workouts in, so it may not be the way that I want to work out, right now I might be wanting to lift a lot heavier weights and do things that I can't jump on a fucking box you know in yeah. this environment <laughs> um but I most don't, people can't do that at home. yeah I don't want to look at it in a negative way like oh poor me can't go to the gym looks like I can't fucking work out I know yeah. how much working out means to me and how much of a difference it makes in my life so I just have to remember that every every day because I'm bad at it I go through the phases that I don't stay on top of it because I'm just like oh don't want to can't do this can't do that and I just have to change my mindset of like but I can do this and it's okay like I'm gonna make something happen 
And same thing with like my hair, right? I was getting my hair done every like four months and I couldn't do it this October. And I'm also like, okay, just for a little bit, you know, that is something that makes me feel good and I like to do, but is it more important than, you know, being able to afford groceries or paying or being able to pay off my credit card? No. So it's going to go on the back burner right now. Yep. So the gym pass can go on the back burner, but my fitness doesn't have to. Uh-huh. And yes, that's yes. very, very hard to stay motivated to work out alone all the time and work out at home all the time. I like it all. I like group classes. I like the gym. I like to work out at home. So when I'm stuck to just one way, it's hard. But yes, it's just it's just where it has to be right now. And it's not a forever. And like I said, if in two weeks I decide I can, you know, spend that money, then I will. Yeah. But for now I just can't let it just get me down so trying to change the mindset and that's something we talked about with Tanya the money life coach is like yeah just it's all it's so much of it can be about mindset and it doesn't have to you don't have to just say like restriction or this or that but if I want to be here I have to get there by doing this and so you just just remember that of like why are you making that choice in the long run, it's going to be better because that's the thing. I'm very impulsive and I think about the here, now, why. I want this now and mm-hmm. not like, well, am I going to want it in two days? Yeah. Like, that's what you got to think about with shopping, right? You know, put something in your cart, <laughs> uh-huh. leave it there a week later. Are you still thinking about it? Do you still really, really need it or want it? Then like, okay, maybe do it. But <laughs> if you forgot about Radical, it, then man. you don't need it. Like, no. trying not to be impulsive with my money and make sure I so can, far. yeah, do things that. Um, speaking of working out, I got sick to the towards the end of CrossFit. So the past week and a half, I have not been doing Jack Diddley Squaw. And that's okay, though. Sometimes you need to take a break. And yes, it's fine. But next week, it is freaking on, baby. I'm back in action. I'm feeling good. And good. I'm going to start off where I left off in the CrossFit challenge and cool. then just consider that a completion once I'm done with that. But the yeah. last workout that I did where it was like the single leg stuff fucking rocked me. That's like, what I, I have to do today. I was to get the first round in mm-hmm. and I just did one one round mm-hmm. of all of them and even then the next day I was still like oh fuck yeah I have to do that that workout that workout is repeating this week it's just not okay tempo workout last week the time you did it was like tempo so it was a lot slower um so I was gonna do the workout yesterday and it was just fucking so cold I'm like okay I even I was even so cold that I didn't want to do it inside but there is, I wanted to use my box. I wanted to do my box jumps. And I'm sure I could have found a rock or a ledge or something to fucking jump on out here. But I was like, let's just get to town. I want to get my box and I'm bringing it up to the property. And um, maybe I'll work out in town. But I was just so cold. And obviously moving your body is going to get you warmer. But I mm-hmm. just, also the thought of sweating while it was 30 some degrees and then having to take a shower I was just not into it I was cozy I wanted to stay warm whereas the day before it was 26 degrees and I'm like walking outside and like getting warm that way and like loved it but it was more first thing in the morning that I just went for it and so I had too much time to think yesterday um but also I've I got a lot in last week so you know I was like taking Saturday as a as a full rest day is totally fine and yes I'm gonna do Uh, my Friday workout today. And yeah, I just can't believe that it's been four weeks already. There's only the way I designed the CrossFit program, like because I wanted it to be a full 30 days, it ended up going like a Monday to a, to a Monday instead of just four solid weeks. And, but I thought that was great the way it's going to land, because that means week five you have a monday workout to hopefully start people off on that week so they're gonna be on their own after monday but hopefully they started their week with a workout at least so then it it you know continues the rest of the week instead of like on a monday like oh i don't even know what to do or where to start nope you got one in on monday so now you know what to do you've done it for a month you can take these workouts and you know do some do them again yep or you can start doing something new but hopefully you have the momentum to keep going and 
man, I remember when it started, I'm, I'm bad at sticking to things and I got everything in. I didn't get it all in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, exactly. But I got three workouts in and that was my goal. Didn't yeah, matter maybe. when I got them in. And I just think that that's what people need to remember what I've just kind of been going on about. It doesn't have to fucking look perfect or be pretty. Um, but if it's all you have for now, it's a little something's going to be a whole lot better than nothing. And that's my biggest reminder to myself because I often like, well, if I can't do that, it's not worth it. Like, no, yes. it's still, still worth it. Still worth it. And you're still going to feel better about it if it's means something to you. If it's your priority and your goals. So, yep. so yeah, get it, I uh, get it in where you can, how you can. Yeah. And I've tired of going through the phases of being on it and then totally off it. I want yep. to be consistent and I know how hard it is for clients to be consistent. I know how hard it is for myself to be consistent, but it, at this moment in time, it is my top priority to, to keep going and, and make it happen. It. So, so yeah, so that's where we're at. And, um, I also will be releasing this program to anybody to purchase, um, Whoa. at their own pace so they can do it. You know, the steps will go in certain order, but you'll be able to start it when you want. It will last, you know, you won't have just a month to do it. If it takes you two months to do it because you're spreading the workouts out or whatever, you'll have that option. Videos of the exercises are already in there. And yeah, it's just going to be, it's going to be 25 bucks if you want to purchase the month long CrossFit program. And, you know, this free program that I had it, it was, it was free as a kind of testing out this program and to get people going and involved and to show them what it's like to work with a coach and the fact that we had the group for accountability that we didn't get any action on. Unfortunately, people obviously just didn't need it. They didn't need to be posting to the group to help them going, but it was your chance to have that and to have more of me, like I said, to see how it is working with a coach remotely when you're doing it self-paced, if anyone out there wants to buy it, I I'll still be there to answer your questions, but I'm not doing the program along with you. And, um, and yeah, like if, if you have a problem, 100% there to answer your questions, but I'm not there with you every day. Like I was yeah. this time. Uh, I can and be, if you want your own with, program, but, yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah, so great. I advocate for it for sure. Yeah. It's, I think it's awesome. Um, like I said, if you just don't know what to do, and that holds you back from getting started. It's like, I don't know what to do. You can do this at the gym. You can do it at home and you get started at least. So then you can go from there. You can change things up of how much you want to do or how little. Okay. So anyways, we've covered a lot of bases this week. I'm just so happy Amber shared her story with everyone. And I hope that people can take something from it. If it's a situation you find yourself in um, or either now or in the future, just remember communication is key. Anyways, next week, we're going to do a gift guide episode. So I wanted to just be able to give people ideas of some cool things, maybe out of the box or something you haven't thought of. A lot of us save our shopping till last minute. So I, again, wanted to give people ideas of what they can gift. So whether it's your own wish list, things that you'd like to receive from anybody, a partner, a friend, a family member, anything like that. You can give us your own wish list. If you have ideas, great ideas to gift to people, let us hear them. And what we're going to do for this episode too is we're going to open it up for people to join us. You will not be joining us via video. We're not sure if it's going to be a Zoom link yet or another platform, but whatever it is, as you join us, the chat is going to be open. So you will not be on video. You will not be on audio but you will hear us real time having the conversation and have a live chat so you can insert any ideas um, for the gift giving season there or whatever we happen to be talking about. You can leave your feedback and that way we can take that into listeners too. It's just a fun way to integrate listeners um, in real time. So we will have that link posted on Instagram, on the story and in the bio when we get that all set. And so that will be for next week. We haven't set the recording time yet, but yeah, just look out for that. If you want to join us and be live and, and join the chat, then you'll be able to. So we will talk to you guys all next week. Thanks for joining us again. And for now, bye.
We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, tearingituppodcast is the handle like the post, share the post, comment on the post, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.